Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. So <clears throat> this retreat was titled Reason, Revelation, and Redemption. And that was probably an unfortunate title because I think the word reason turns people off. They think of it as theory, difficulty, dry. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, very uh, complex intellectualism and uh, uh, things that uh, will be difficult to digest and understand. And I think there's a fear of, of reason. In fact, I think we could make a case for the fact that reason in its true sense is dead in the world today. And I think that's the reason why uh, it, one of the memes that you see all over the internet is that of mass psychosis. It's true, the, the ego mind, that subset of infinite consciousness, under the current dumbed-down educational system, exhausted culture, uh, negative and uh, sadomasochistic social structure, and the mind control and disinformation and lack of freedom of speech and and uh, uh, clear uh, thinking uh, and, uh, and debate to be allowed in the public space, and the fact that the, uh, the, the cultural and political leaders are either in a state of dementia or idiocy or narcissistic uh, delusions and malignant states of uh, desire for dominance, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, all of that leads to uh, a sense of meaninglessness, absurdity. And we see the death drive operating, the, the suicidality of people, the extreme de despair and the, the massive amount of depression and anxiety that people are carrying. And all of that is part of an unreal and unreasonable reaction to a situation that if seen for what it really is, will create no disturbance. In fact, there will be a, a joy of recognizing the comedy of this last phase of the uh, the world drama that is uh, giving us a coincidentia oppositorum, as the old alchemists used to call it, a, a union of the opposites, the most uh, psychotic, the most irrational consciousness coexisting with the most clear, the most uh, liberated, the most free. 
both of these are simultaneously present. So it's very important not to focus on one and get depressed over it, but to recognize that both polarities are present. And that the, the polarity of the finite is subsumed into the infinite. So we're going to get to the question of what is reason, actually, because when you are in a state of irrationality, you can't understand what reason really is. Reason can understand the unreason, but one who is in a, an irrational, unreasonable state believes that they are being reasonable. That's part of the delusion. So uh, we have to really... Uh, transform our understanding of what the faculty of reason actually is and what it brings about. And the, the words uh, revelation and redemption, of course, are far too religious for most people, and that probably drives them away. So whether it's reason or, uh, or redemption, people say, no, thank you, using the cross against itself, of course. Uh, because uh, no one wants to be churched and preached to and all of that. So I have no intention of doing that, but to uh, help discover uh, the, the truth of reason, which is the recognition and revelation of the real. And so reason itself is revelation, and revelation itself is redemption. They are not actually three different phases of a process or uh, three different aspects of reality or levels of consciousness. They are all a single whole. And reason is the whole. If you see only the parts or, or, <clears throat> or a sliver of reality, then that is uh, irrational. And if you think that sliver is the whole, then you are in a delusional state. So it's very clear that reason is dead in the world as it is in this moment. You, you cannot find very much access to authentic reason. And, uh, and most of the books that would... Uh, attempt to uh, retrieve uh, a, a, a true concept of reason and therefore of the real <clears throat> are fairly unreadable today, uh, largely because they are dealing with abstractions and also with uh, dialectical paradoxes <clears throat> that the ego mind <clears throat> cannot a grasp, cannot make sense of, cannot digest and assimilate. So back in the 1800s, Nietzsche declared God is dead. And if God is dead, that implies that reason will soon be dead because God is intelligence, the source of intelligence. Where can reason derive from except from God? Now, Nietzsche announced the, the death of God, but he didn't, uh, he didn't name uh, God's executioner. 
So it may be important to create a, uh, an understanding of that, to have a, a historical grasp of why the illusory world is where it is with the death of reason and the death of humanity, really. The death, uh, that's why there's transhumanism now. That's why uh, 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 artificial reason, artificial intelligence has uh, replaced authentic intelligence. But is it real intelligence? It's artificiality because it lacks consciousness. It is soulless. Uh, it is also unsustainable. It's delusional. It cannot uh, do anything but destroy. It cannot create. And so we have a, uh, a situation where uh, because we don't know what reason is and because we don't have most egos access to the source of reason in their own practical consciousness, the, uh, the way out of the apparent bondage to, uh, to an irrational intellect is not apparent. So freeing ourselves from that illusion of bondage is what this retreat is about. <clears throat> if we take the historicist view of this, and I was originally going to be dealing with this in some detail, but I'm only going to give you a very quick overview of it because uh, it would be, it would be uh, I think, uh, complex and unnecessary for the goal, which is the redemption, the state of having redeemed our consciousness from the subset of itself into its fullness. That self-redemption is, uh, is the goal of the workshop, and it doesn't require a lot of either historical or uh, theological or philosophical uh, detail. However, just to uh, place it within the, the context of the uh, the, the flow of time uh, in, in this uh, final period of uh, post-modernity. In the 1700s, there was a shift of consciousness from the medieval period. The modern philosophy began for most, my most uh, uh, lights uh, with Descartes in the 1600s, but it was really in the 1700s that uh, a, a new kind of philosophy took off. And before that, uh, the, the philosophy was mysticism. And the great mystics, uh, uh, let's take the European mystics now, because we're dealing with Western uh, history at this point. Uh, uh, the, great, uh, the great mystics, most of them were in the Rhineland. They were German. And uh, the, the first great one was a woman, Mechthilda of Magdeburg. And then another woman, Hildegard von Bingen. And, and there was also a Saint Gertrude. There were a number of women uh, who, who were leading the way as the, the great mystics of this period. Uh, and, and then finally you got Meister Eckhart, who became the most famous of them. Down in France you had Marguerite Poiret, and of course she got burned at the stake. And uh, I, Eckhart nearly got excommunicated from the church because the mysticism 
of that uh, period uh, declared, as you saw in a video we showed, if you're in the, the local Sangha here this week, that God was recognized as being nothing, no thing. God is not a positive being, an old man with a beard on a cloud, or, uh, or a goddess, or any other form. God is formless. God is, God is simply that pure awareness that is empty of any quality, but pure intelligence. And that nothingness is not a lack of being, but a superabundance of power, of presence, of the real. And that nothing is more real than all the somethings, than all the appearances in the world. They are temporary, and they exist only in the mind of the awareness that is nothing. So the nothing is real, and the somethings are unreal. They are simply temporary uh, illusions that come and go, whereas the awareness neither begins nor ends, doesn't arise, doesn't disappear. And that nothing, because nothingness has no boundaries, you can't say, oh, God is nothing, but I'm something. No, the nothing is all-inclusive, all-containing, boundaryless. So all of us participate as nodes of that nothing. You can't even, even say that we are specific determinations of it. The body is a, a, an appearance within this field that is nothing, but the, the consciousness that of God, because it's infinite, is not different from the finite because there are no boundaries. So everything that you would consider finite is just an appearance within the infinite. There is only God, meaning there is only nothing. That's what's real. Now, in the ancient world, it was recognized that God indeed is the only real, and the world is maya. The world is unreal. But in the modern period, it got reversed. And the philosophers from the 1700s on said, well, the world is real and God is an illusion. It was, everything was flipped upside down. And identification of consciousness with the body became the normal state. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.